I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. We are best friends and dietitians. We have a goal of challenging nutrition misinformation and fitness trends with an evidence-based approach. Each episode, we will dish up our thoughts about the latest facts on a popular health-related topic. We're the Upbeat Dietitians. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Upbeat Dietitians podcast. Hello, guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode. Today, we are talking all about detoxes, cleanses, basically pooping your pants is going to be. <laughs> yes. Juices, stuff like that. It's yeah. great. It's great. And we know that this is a very popular topic. It's been around for a bit of time. So we wanted to make sure we touched on it because we get lots of questions about what the best detox is or yeah. should I do this cleanse program? Or even we just see social media trends that are. I feel like celebrities are the biggest culprits of this. Yeah. Like I, like I was big... thinking when I was like making an outline for this, I was thinking like the Kardashians and Jenners and Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. Like they're big cleansers, detoxers. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, they're everywhere. And we're going to go over today how these can actually do more harm than good. So we're going to break down why you don't need to detox because there's a lot of reasons why you don't need to. And then we're going to go into what to do instead. So instead of just saying, no, don't do it. We're going to also give you some takeaway things you can focus on to adequately remove the toxins from your body without doing a weird detox juice cleanse or something like that yes it's gonna be great yeah it'll be great we're gonna love it it's gonna be a great time (laughs) so let's start off right off the bat so a common theme of what we talked about in previous episodes but let's just hammer it out right now with these cleanse detox programs is any type of or any time really a program calls for cutting out food slash food groups specifically like sugar and carbs oftentimes get hit with these detox program it sets you up for that binge style eating restriction pattern so oftentimes we'll take out a food group where our body starts to crave it so much more oftentimes also if it's a sugar or carb in general food group our body runs on carbs primarily. So it's going to, we're going to feel extremely fatigued. We're going to have very strong cravings for carbs or sugar. Um, and then we'll probably restrict and avoid for a while for the detox. And then once you're off the program, we'll kind of flip to that alternative side, binge overeat, feel awful because we just ate so much of that at once when we were restricting before. And then it's just like, Oh no, I did this. I got to restrict again to detox. It's just a very vicious cycle. Yep. That's some type of cycle, but vicious. (laughs) Well, yeah. And even like before you do the detox, like even thinking about having that detox, like in your mind, you know, you're going to do it next week or Monday, whatever, just by having that upcoming, you're likely going to experience what's called last supper eating, which is like a play on words of like, the last supper in the Bible where they're like, you know, it's the last supper. So they overeat your brain knows when it's like even going to have future restriction. And that can lead to you overeating in the time being. Whereas if you just like, don't ever plan to go on a diet or do a detox or whatever, hopefully you won't have any of that last supper eating anymore. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. 
oftentimes that like diet starts on Monday mentality where you kind of know it's coming and then you're like, I'm going to eat all the pizza and ice cream and donuts and candy before I have to get onto it. And it's just like have those things every day if you want to, not every day, but like, right. Like the example I often give is like one of my coworkers, she has like a mini mounds bar every day after her lunch. It's like her way of like satisfying her sweet tooth. She has one mini mounds bar, maybe two if she's feeling it. And like she feels good. She's like happy with that. And she just moves on from it. She doesn't ever have to like binge eat an entire bag of mini mounds bars or like only have them on the weekends because she's on a diet the rest of the week, but she just like has a mini mounds bar. So like exactly, having yeah. those like fun foods once in a while strategically can actually really help you to prevent that binge type eating exactly yeah which will great be be great for your long-term relationship with food the next thing we'll know is when it comes down to it there's not really anything great or healthy or scientifically backed about starving yourself which so, is what a detox is it's starvation yeah. yeah you're gonna go on this cleanse or this detox that really perpetuates a lot of negativity around food especially that relationship with food is going to get distorted or we're going to start viewing like these foods is bad that we want to take out and these are good um, and we really food does not hold a moral value which you guys know you preach that very strongly so please don't starve yourself you're going to feel miserable you're not going to have a fun time and kind of leading to our next point you don't need to specifically like if you have a functioning liver kidney system and lungs your body naturally will detox in kind of different ways like how do you think that our body digests all those like diet culture products it throws at us especially the unregulated ones that oftentimes I'm like realizing I'm going into too many bullet points at once but we're just going to go over the place now um <laughs> Oftentimes these detox programs like the pills and juices and cleanses are not regulated. Go check out our supplement episode. We will link that in the description, but our body is actually very good at what it does. It's very smart. It's very intuitive. It has these programs set up these like checks, checks and balances, you know, checks and balances of the body (laughs) econ, (laughs) We so we're looking for is homeostasis, but yeah, let's do checks and balances. We took one supply econ class. Demand. I'm going to use oh, that. And it was a traumatic to- experience <laughs> for a lot of reasons. That's what we get all around. Um, I don't even know why we needed to take that class. It was a requirement for our degree. Everyone took hmm. it, I'm pretty sure. And I said, yeah, interesting. Well, checks and balance. That's all we learned was supply and demand. demand. <laughs> My yeah. econ major husband is like punching the air right now. Yeah, he's like, oh my gosh, please just stick to nutrition and do not <laughs> talk about business at all. Uh, but ha- like Hannah said, the key word is homeostasis. Our body likes to keep our state in a healthy and stable condition and does not want to do anything while they're crazy that these detoxes might throw at us. And yeah. you're probably like, how are my liver, kidney, and lungs detoxing? Breathing, peeing, pooping. We are naturally detoxing our body and removing toxic byproducts and waste. 
and it's free. And <laughs> like our bodies have been doing this forever. Like yeah. you've been breathing and peeing and pooping since the beginning of time. So like, do you think they just like had this toxic buildup before they had these detox teas you could buy on the market? No, they just created those detox teas make you feel bad about yourself and your weight and your health and your body and made you buy those so you would I don't know spend money on whatever and you'd be a victim of diet culture we've been pooping and peeing literally forever you don't need a a detox tea no No, no, so dumb like they didn't they didn't just like die of toxic buildup a lot more before diet culture created detox supplements versus now no especially the whole stats but i don't know the stats of that but i'm assuming the rates of like ammonia buildup from i don't know not urinating properly (laughs) is not statistically higher than it was back in the day what freaks me out the most is the unregulated portion yeah where they could be lying to you about what's in those products and we just wouldn't know kind of reminds me of speaking of pop culture references that we can always bring in here the pink sauce debacle okay. have you been following that i only all i know is what food science babe that's says. all i've seen is food okay. science babe <laughs> yeah i'm not on pink sauce tiktok but all i know is people are getting sent sauce things with milk in them that aren't refrigerated and that's all I know about it yeah and that they don't know what's in it because it's not regulated right right and that's how these supplements are <clears throat> if they're supplements we're talking about like detoxing in general today if we haven't really made that clear it's like a juice cleanse or like detox teas and supplements those all fall under this like umbrella <clears throat> my gosh excuse me <laughs> umbrella <laughs> that we're talking about today um, but yeah, supplements, as you guys know, are not regulated for the most part. We have a whole episode on that. We even discussed it a few weeks ago on our collagen episode, but yeah, now that, okay. I'm backtracking. Cause someone's going to like point this out. I'm realizing the pink sauce might be classified as a food. Yeah. I think it has a nutrition facts label and that's supposed to be regulated. Food science babe was saying <laughs> that even like those are not always super accurate when it comes to like small businesses. I I'm sure it's more kept up on when it's like a big, like, Like I don't know, Pepsi, if they made something, I'm sure there's a lot more hands in the pot. Yeah. Yeah. But I think pink sauce, I think she had said in one of her videos, they probably just got online and found like a template where you could make your own facts label and they just slapped it on their product. Interesting. And so it's probably one of those things where like no one is regulating that until something happens. Something bad happens. Yeah. 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 It's spooky. It's scary. If we were those crazy conspiracy theorists, we would say that America's trying to kill us with our food. And they put the pink sauce lady behind. The pink sauce. <laughs> She's a spy. I don't know anything about her. Like, I don't, I don't know anything, know anything about going this. on. No. I just think it's wild. A wild world we're living in where people are buying something called pink sauce and it has dairy in it. And it's not refrigerated. That's what I'm like fixating on. Yeah. I need to get more into this. I don't know a whole lot about it. I feel kind of old. Usually I'm pretty good with the trends. 
Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's just, I've seen things about it. It just, for some reason, doesn't pique my interest. I think because it, it looks like Pepto-Bismol to me. So I'm like, she should have thought of that when she made this. Like it resembles a very popular, very pink product. <laughs> yeah. That is known for like not tasting that great. Yeah. Although I kind of like Tums. Is that weird? I kind of like the uh, chalky fruitiness. Oh, that's what I don't like. <laughs> um, I think I, I know pop, Tums are a popular tablet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A lot of people actually do like the flavor of them, I know. Yeah. So I would say you're not in the minority. Okay. Maybe. Maybe in um, the minority, but there's others with me is, I think, yes. the thing. It's not know. like as weird of a minority. It's like, there's definitely an audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. What's the other similar? Oh, Smarties. I feel like they're similar to Smarties, but like worse. I love Smarties, but oh, I don't do? like Tums. Do you think you don't like Tums because you think they're Tums? Like if I were to That's give you a Smartie and a Tums and blind, oh, I could tell the difference. You. Okay, Smarties are so much higher in sugar. I can tell. Oh, That's yeah, why I like later. them. Yeah, hmm. but they are a similar detox. texture. Which like, <laughs> oh god, just eat so many Tums. <laughs> don't do that. This is no, not medical advice. Don't. This is not medical advice. Do not, please. <laughs> please read our disclaimer. Yes. All right, okay. let's talk about what to do instead of a detox or a cleanse or a detox diet or detox program. So first and foremost, one of our favorite toxins when it comes to the world is limiting alcohol intake because when it comes down to it, and this is something I could dive a lot into, Hannah, but I don't think we have the time. <laughs> this is not what they came for is like alcohol is a toxin to the body, yeah. but like, it's not really treated like that at all, which just is a lot to unpack there. <laughs> um, especially with like binge drinking and whatnot, but I will, yeah. I will save my rant for another time. Well, we've discussed it on our episode on alcohol, which we'll link below. Oh, yeah. I don't know how passionate we were about that topic. It's then, been a while, but we've discussed it a little bit. Okay, I will say one thing and then I will leave you with your thoughts before <laughs> I continue to talk about why we want to limit alcohol is why do we not treat binge drinking the same as overdosing on drugs? Yeah. Yeah, it's very normalized. That's all. That's all. That's all, that's all we're going to say. That's, yeah, that's it. But yeah, limit alcohol intake your body doesn't have to digest and process as many toxins to fill it out give your liver a break it's working hard there yeah we are not one to say that like anything is a toxin that we put into our body but alcohol is like one of the very few things that's yeah. normalized for consumption still, yes and we both still drink alcohol yeah yeah but it's because our bodies are not these fragile machines. So like, if you like to drink once in a while, have a drink once in a while, it's yeah. going to be able to get rid of those toxins, but yes. it's that it's normalized to overconsume. Yes. Love society norms, societal yeah. norms, you know, you know, those peer pressure, even though I was, <laughs> even though I was never peer pressured, but I don't no. think I was either really. No, I had a good group of friends. Okay, our next one to our next thing to do instead of doing a detox, which by the way, we're saying these things like if you feel the need to go on a detox, just typically because you like maybe over eight, it's been like a holiday or vacation. Maybe you think that you should go on a detox, but instead do these, these things 
in place of that. Mm -hmm. So the next one is to find joyful movement to help with blood flow and regulating bowel movements. Because like we said, pooping is a great way to detox. Why we poop is to get rid of like what our body does not need, just gets things out of there and finding movement that you enjoy and being consistent with that can help you to have those more regular BMs. We love regular BMs. I love poop talk. Yeah. Patients are always like, this is TMI. I know, but they like talk about their poop. I'm like, I literally am thriving right now. Let's like keep talking about it. We talk about poop to every single person. Yeah. We like, I'd like to think we hold a safe space where they're like, I can say anything about my poop and they'll be consistency, color, intensity, intensity. (laughs) I've heard it all. Yes, exactly. That's what I always yeah. tell them. I'm always like, I've heard it all on these four walls. You can't surprise me. Just let me know what's going <laughs> yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. Another great way to, I was about to say to detox. <laughs> oh, God. Who said are you on? I, I don't know. Um, I thought I was to give like a social media detox with this one, but this is just in general, maybe like a diet culture detox type spin to it is getting rid of the guilt. Overeating is going to happen and stressing about it is actually worse than the food itself that you are eating. I promise you that. Stress affects so much. And unfortunately, so many people stress about their dietary habits when there are a lot bigger issues in the world. So it's going to happen. Just let it happen and move on with your regular life. Right. And like you're not going to eat the same amount every yeah. day. Yeah. And like the stress from eating a cookie is going to be worse for your body than the darn cookie, which I know is like a very cliche thing to say these days, but it's true. Yes, exactly. Exactly that. Okay. Our so. next thing to do, if you say you overate, it's Christmas, you're doing all these holiday gatherings, you're eating more than usual. You want to go on a detox don't do that. Instead, try not to panic. Your body knows what to do. Like if you overate, your body's not going to just like crumble. You're not going to gain 80 pounds. Like your body knows exactly what to do. It happens all the time. Our bodies are like very resilient. They're not fragile and your body can endure periods of time with less sleep. For example, it can endure times of like less movement. So you have like an injury, you can't move as much. And so it can also endure times of less nutritious foods. Like again, like holidays, vacation, busy seasons where you're eating out more, for example. So I think it's, I think it's good to like, just normalize that. Like even as a dietitian, I have periods of time where I'm eating salads and I'm cooking dinner every night. I have three meals a day. I've got protein at every meal. And then I have periods of time where like the past few weeks, actually, I've been so crazy. I'm dining out more than I usually do. Um, I'm drinking less water because I'm just not thinking about it. My body's like, it's fine. I just know I have to get back to my routine whenever I can and not stress about it, but I'll feel better. I think that's the big thing too, is you just know you'll feel better if you're able to get back to your normal habits sooner rather than later. Exactly that. Yeah. Exactly that. Nothing wild, no overcompensation or whatnot. Yeah. It'll be good. Next thing we'll note is like kind of along the lines of that joyful movement, but moving your body, if it feels good. And this is more so from the standpoint of not using exercise as a punishment after you ate quote unquote bad. So maybe like Thanksgiving dinner, 
and you ate a lot of stuffing and potatoes and cranberry sauce and turkey and sweet mashed potatoes, all that fun food. Um, and then you're feeling a little bit more bloated the next day, or you're feeling a little bit more full than you normally, you don't want to eat like that for every single meal. Um, trying to find some movement in like walking after meals can help, or even just like an easy walk the next day can help, but it should, you shouldn't go and do a three hour intense weightlifting workout to burn off the calories from the previous day. And so it's like not how it works. Like your body doesn't burn the calories from yesterday's meal. <laughs> no. No, 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 you can't like pinpoint <laughs> which calories you burn. Exactly that. It's not that simple. Yeah. So only do it if it feels good. If it helps you to like stretch or go for a walk, it kind of alleviates some of that uncomfortable feeling from being too full. Yeah. And kind of along those lines, the next one is to not restrict or skip meals. If you overate and want to go on a detox, just get back to normal. Whatever like normal really is for you. That can of course be very different person to person, but if we restrict or skip meals, we kind of already mentioned that this can lead to that binge style eating. I had a patient today, for example, who was like, I skip lunch every day because if I eat less lunch, I'll lose weight faster. And I'm like, how does the evening go for you? And they're like, I binge eat every night. I had like six sausages last night and I was still hungry. <laughs> like, yeah, let's try to get some lunch in there. Um, Skipping meals never pays off the way you think it will. No, it's also not sustainable. Yeah, exactly. The last one we'll note is going back to your usual self-care habits, like honoring your hunger cues and feeling your fullness, which we always preach. It's good to get kind of get back into that routine because you know what works for you. Your body will know what's kind of quote unquote normal um, for you at least, but like going back and doing like grocery shopping like you normally would or planning for meals or incorporating that fun, joyful movement and prioritizing the sleep. Kind of good, solid habits from all aspects of health that will work, but making sure that we're not doing anything wild or crazy to overcompensate with it, just kind of getting back into what was working for you before. Yeah, not all or nothing. It's not like, yeah you're on one day off the next is just getting back to again like what makes you feel good because you probably aren't going to feel good eating thanksgiving quantities of food every single day you'll feel better if you can get back to your routine of grocery shopping and like eating dinners that you enjoy breakfast you enjoy things like that yeah exactly that yeah okay that's really all we got for you guys so our final thoughts if you haven't gathered skip the detox, skip the cleanse, skip the juicing. These things are often expensive. They almost always do not work. Almost, almost always don't work. They almost never work. That's the right grammar. Um, and they can foster an unhealthy relationship with food, which we know is our biggest thing around here that we want to work on actually improving, not worsening. We can embrace and apply gentle nutrition instead. So Go listen to our gentle nutrition episode with Colleen Christensen. Also, if you're kind of like, what the heck is gentle nutrition? We have a course out. And what? Well, not out. Almost out. Almost out. It's in the works. <laughs> you can learn more at our website, 
and join our waitlist. It's about all things intuitive eating. We're going to kind of take you hand in hand, go through all the principles. We have all these fun resources for you. I'm not going to go super into it because we tend to over talk on here. So I am honoring and respecting your time. So go check out the course. We're going to link it in the podcast description, or if you just go to the upbeatdietitians.com, you can find it there as well. Yeah. Check it out. Woo. Okay. Bonus question. Let's wrap this baby up. I'm excited for this one. What, Me too. which restaurant has the best fast food for breakfast, specifically breakfast? You go first. I'm going to say, I'm trying to think of how many like different fast food breakfasts I've had. I mean, should we name some off? McDonald's is like the obvious one. McDonald's. Burger King. Burger King. Dunkin' Donuts, I think of. Dunkin'. Wendy's has breakfast now. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's not my answer, but it's pretty good. Yeah. What I was going to say was Starbucks. Oh. I really enjoy their breakfast sandwiches because they're a little bit more like out there, I feel like, than the traditional like sausage and egg or sausage. That's true. They do like fun, funky cheeses. Yeah. I always get like, I'm going to say this wrong to someone. I like, I say chorizo. Yeah. Chorizo. I don't know. Some people like say chorizo or chorizo. Chorizo. No, it's Spanish. It's like a Mexican, Mexican I, I'm pretty sure. So, I've heard it so many different ways. I don't know what's right. I'm like 90% sure it's chorizo. That I took Spanish for four years. And that's like how you pronounce those letters. I'm pretty okay, sure. Okay, cool. 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 Well, I like that one of theirs, but I also like their like egg bites a lot. I've heard that. Yeah. I need to try those. Mm-hmm. They'd be so easy to make at home, but like it's the yeah. convenience of it. I've seen a lot of copycat recipes. Yeah, but I feel like they have more like fun and spicy sandwiches, which I'm a big fan of. I do love McDonald's McGriddle. Those are really good. Not my answer though. My answer is going to be surprising because to give it away, I worked there, met my husband there. Yes. And so you'd think I would like hate their food, but Taco Bell breakfast crunch wrap. I don't think I've ever had breakfast from Taco Bell. Oh my gosh. The breakfast country app is so good. It has like eggs, a hash brown. You could do like bacon or sausage. It has like a, a spicy sauce. What else is on there? Not nacho cheese, cheddar cheese, or like they're like blend cheese, whatever it is. And it's like a crunch wrap form. So I good. do love their crunch wrap Supremes normally. So I feel like. They can't go wrong with the breakfast one. I will say as a former employee, the eggs are pretty gross, but if you don't know I think that, a lot of like fine. fast food eggs are kind of suspicious. They would like turn neon green if they sat out too long. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What we did to cook them was they were in like this plastic bag and it was like just a yellow liquid and you put it in like, we call it the steamer, just like hot water and it like cooks them and they get all like eggy texture and then you like put them in a pan and like serve them but if they sat on the line too long they would turn like a neon green is that like some type of like oxidation what is going on there? i don't know what ingredient made it turn that color but <laughs> eggs should not do that no probably not probably not but what i call that a toxin that you should 
do a detox cleanse if you have it? No. Your body's fine if you have some bright green eggs. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like Dr. Seuss said, well, green eggs. Oh. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Sam, I am. I don't green eggs know. and ham. There we go. <laughs> Oh boy. Maybe Taco Bell was just inspired by Dr. Seuss. Uh, it's a party trick, actually. Except for I feel like customers don't know that. It's yeah. just the employees. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. But I'll still eat them. They're great. You gotta have I know, a, yeah, a breakfast That's burrito. not going to deter me. No. They have a breakfast burrito. That's pretty good. They have a, um, oh my gosh, I should know what this is called. I'm so embarrassed. It has pico and sour cream on it. Oh my gosh, Ross would know. It's one of the breakfast burritos. It's so good. So good. I'm going to have to check out Taco Bell breakfast. You should. Have you had their Cinnabon Delights? Yes. I get those too. Those. those are good. Those yeah. are good. I will say their coffee's trash. I used to like try to choke that down when I worked there. It's not good. People aren't going there for the coffee. No. No. Going for the Baja Blast. You got to try Wendy's. Yeah, the Baja Blast is so good, which they have mm-hmm. in like a diet version now, which I love. So I just don't feel oh, good yeah. if I have like regular soda. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, have you had Wendy's breakfast? I have not. It's pretty good. They have a breakfast bacon eater. Ooh, that sounds so good. Yeah. 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 And they have like a chicken biscuit thing. It's really good too. Ooh, I love anything like chicken biscuit chicken waffles chicken biscuits yeah yes what are your thoughts on burger kings i guess breakfast in general but i'm thinking of their french toast sticks is like what i used to get there when i was younger i haven't had burger you will find out i have not had a lot of these like breakfasts only because of the time limits like i'm normally getting it late at night Mm. just because of it's more of like a fun like hanging out with friends type situation yeah they don't have breakfast i would love to eat breakfast at 9 30 p.m oh so absolutely do that yeah i guess one perk of me being a morning person is i'm awake during fast food breakfast (laughs) hours almost always yeah i love the idea though of french toast sticks so good okay so my answer was taco bell yours was starbucks Mm -hmm. okay let us know guys what your favorites are tag us Tag us in the pictures, please, so I can see. We can Ooh. see what you're eating. Ooh. I would love that. I would love to see any of your food pictures, honestly. Like, just yeah. whatever you're just- eating, just tag us. <laughs> just a regular old chicken dinner. I want to see it. Please. Some steak and taters. We'll repost you so everyone else can see it. Yeah. We just want to share. We it love can even be like food. not a good picture, like just no. a basic, like a bagel. I had a bagel before we started this podcast. Bagels are so good. Divine. What's your favorite kind of bagel? That would be a good bonus question. Probably Asiago. Oh, good I love the cheese component. Or like Asiago jalapeno. Oh, so you're more savory. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'm more sweet with bagels. I love a good, I mean, I will eat in everything. I'll eat in Asiago. I love those too, but. Um, this is very basic of me, but I love the like crunchy cinnamon ones from Panera. I love those too. Those I are lo- so I good. love the middle when it like all if of you, the cinnamon yes. accumulates. I love eating that by itself. I'm like, this is so good. Your crusty bunch of like cinnamon yes. and sugar. Oh, 
Or like when you put it in the toaster and it gets all like kind of melty and sugary and sticky. It's so good. Yes. So good. Yes. But I do love like a savory, like bagel, like breakfast sandwich kind of thing. Yeah. So good. Okay. Both great options. You got two bonus questions in this episode today. (laughs) Yay. Uh, We didn't go off too off topic. I mean, I feel like our bonus questions usually the biggest portion of the episode, but it's fine. (laughs) They come for the science content, stay for the bonus questions. I like I've, to think. People have actually told us that. I've heard that before in some comments. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. I think I saw a, a YouTube comment where someone said that. Oh. I know. Okay, well, that makes me feel better. I'm not just making this up. <laughs> yeah. They really do love it. They love it. Cool. So we, I was going to say, we will post this anyways. We will post they don't need what? to know that. They don't, I was going to say, we'll post this episode next Wednesday. They don't need to know that. It's just coming out on a Wednesday. You'll see it when you see it. They're not Um, listening live. Yeah. Thank you for listening to today's episode. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed us talking about detoxing and whatnot. Um, I'm sure there's other detox products and whatnot we have not touched on. We could probably do a whole episode on one. I'm like, I think about like, what if we did a whole episode on pink sauce? That would be (laughs) cool. We should. (laughs) Yeah, like that'd be fun. I think we've got like an Arbon review coming up or Shakeology, one of those guys. Oh yeah. So, so that'll be good. Yeah. That'll be good. But as always, oh, let us know <laughs> what else you want us to talk about. Yes. Via social media comments or DMs or email. But we appreciate you so much for listening and we appreciate all of you for sticking around till the end. <laughs> of the episode not the end of time (laughs) hopefully you do that too we'll be here just talking about nutrition probably although at that point i feel like we'll just venture out we'll be talking about like bees or yeah we'll probably talk about like something outrageous and like whatever or we'll have like chicken feet we've already covered that (laughs) we'll like morph into like 18 different podcasts we'll have like yeah i don't know i think we could do like vegetable reviews like I was listening to another podcast and they were saying that they heard a different podcast where they talked about just pens, like just pens all the time. Uh-huh. And they had like 500 episodes about pens. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. We can so we could like bowls. really niche. We could just like talk about like one episode's broccoli, one episode is cucumbers, like the origin oh. types. <laughs> the origin. That would be kind of fun. Like the different like species. Let or us know if you're sick of us talking about diet culture and we'll, we'll switch let us to know. <laughs> I, I see the well, punch you just hit there. Oh, I didn't even. Let us know. <laughs> Gross. Uh, yes. Or m- maybe if there's something else you want us to talk about. I don't know. But yeah. Send us a message and we will listen to you. <laughs> You make it seem like, like, I don't want to send you a message. <laughs> send Hannah a message if I freak you send out. Send us a message. <laughs> well, I kept saying, let us know. And I wanted to stop saying the lettuce pun. So I was like, how else can I say this? Send us a message. Even better, write it on a letter, mail it to us. We'll get it in about five business days. okay but no send us a dm or a comment please yes a message (laughs) 
that's get on my space and <laughs> yeah okay if you have an aunt karen who is telling you you should detox send them the link to this episode please share it with your friends join the course <laughs> send oh, yeah. us a message just <laughs> a message check out all the linked episodes we have in the episode description about alcohol supplements grocery shopping and gentle nutrition um check out our email check out our instagram (laughs) they're they're long gone at this point (laughs) they probably left the chicken feet (laughs) i went too hot okay this is like the longest outro in the entire world we will see you next week okay bye we'll talk about something else okay bye bye Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of The Upbeat Dietitians with your hosts, Emily Krause and Hannah Thompson. We appreciate you all so much for continuing to support us. In order to support us and sustain the success of this podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. If you'd like to provide us feedback for future episodes and guest stars, follow us on Instagram at The Upbeat Dietitians. Lastly, you can show us support by providing a monthly donation using the link at the end of our bio. Once again, thank you so much for listening today and stay tuned next Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.